I'm Kate Daniels. It's healthcare open enrollment season, and as it's really winding down quickly, we have Medicare expert and certified financial planner Jay O with us once again. He's the author of Maximize Your Medicare and joins us today with a focus on the Affordable Care Act. J.O., good morning. It's great to have you back for week two. And our plan is to address the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, uh, from two prongs. And one being a conversation we started where you had helped a Florida couple find that they could retire early prior to age 65 how that could be a possibility for others. And we also, of course, want to look at the Affordable Care Act in terms of our younger generation and what we all need for good health care. So where I'm going here is that you do need to have an, get an accurate estimate of the tax credit. And this is an error. You know, you just can't, I'm going to just choose Blue Cross or United Healthcare and be done. That will not work. You, there's financial planning interaction here to discover the correct health insurance premium. They did go through that, those steps. You can see it, it can unlock something that large. That's entirely possible. And I think a key here is we really do need education. But beyond that, more than education, we need to work with someone like yourself, a financial planner, who has all that information and data, because it's probably not the case for each of us individually to know all the intricacies of it to make those good decisions, right? Yeah, unfortunately, even professionals don't know. So it's important to become educated there, to do the research and find the person that we know is qualified and that we can trust and work with. Right, which is that the flip side is if it does get unlocked, now, the path to early retirement for a 62-year-old, 62-year-old male, 62-year-old female is unlocked. The trajectory now becomes possible, which they thought was impossible, that they had to keep working at a job that they don't like in order to cover their spouse, for example, right. or that they did not know how they were going to afford it. You can see how that, in fact, that this is actually even bigger in money space than Medicare. And then, of course, there's the obvious, right, 28-year-old female, what are we doing, right? I mean, we could have gig jobs, et cetera, et cetera, in the gig economy, and now all of a sudden, you know, you're a woman. I mean, I grew up in an obese house, right? So for obvious reasons, right, half the population or slightly more than half the population can bear a child, and now all of a sudden health insurance is zero. So now you can see how important it is it's not a coincidence that you're a female, that I'm always communicating with female interviewers first, always, 100% of the time. Because, you know, I don't need to tell you, right, 28, 29-year-old Kate at $0 insurance premium obviously goes to, oh, I could have a family, I could have a child, and all of a sudden now I have health insurance at $0 instead of 200 300 a month, which is entirely different. For 28-year-old Kate, who didn't have, like, you know, $500,000 salary at that time. Exactly. You can imagine. <laughs> now you can understand why this can of worms is actually far more wide reaching for you and your audience than the narrower one, which was 65 and above. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And here and we are maybe, then. Yeah, here we are. And my, my last 
tidbit here, and I know I've GM'd in a lot of facts that you may not have, uh, you know, anticipated is that to encourage the older persons to tell the younger person. Jay has not. Jay has done a very decent job, and your help, of course, appreciated, right, communicating about Medicare. But what ends up happening is a 62-year-old, everyone's consumed with their own individual situation. Well, the 65-year-old person has a 35-year-old daughter, right, who now just got laid off or works in gig economy and on juggling three part-time jobs, but doesn't tell that person that it applies to them. So I always tell interviewers, you know, it's the biggest help is tell somebody else from the other generations that this stuff exists. It's not only because they were listening, because they were just on the doorstep of retirement. That's limiting. So we've laid this platform of very important aspects of healthcare, which of course is important for every single one of us. You know, it's easy perhaps at 28 or 35 to, and and set aside the fact of a pregnancy, but we may feel, oh, we're in great health, you know, insurance, right? (laughs) And yeah, chances are we really are. But the fact is you never know what what is around the corner and the affordable care act is here it's enrollment time and that's the reason we're really pushing it at this time but right. this is the critical time to take a look at that and really do the intelligent the educated thing and that is enroll and make sure that we have health care at the at the efficient price right because what ends up happening is people don't look because they think oh i can't afford it full stop. They don't even turn over the next rock. Yes. Just to find out the next rock based on their income and the tax subsidy can push down their health. Right? Because it's a different decision for a 28-year-old at $350 a month compared to $10 a month, which is entirely possible. I didn't say irrespective of price. Right. (laughs) So how do we find that information. Do we go to the healthcare, uh, healthcare.gov website to find this out? Or do we really, you don't have that book ready for us yet. So how do we make that intelligent decision? So I have a link where you can get an actual estimate of what your savings would be based on your family size and income. And so you can at least get a ballpark estimate of what your context of price would be. So it's kind of like, you know, you go on Amazon. I, I don't know how much a snowblower costs. I know nothing about snowblowers, so I go on Amazon. I at least find a context of the price. And then from there, there are additional administrative steps to take. And from there, you probably need guidance. But it's this very first step that people do not execute. Does that make sense? Yes. And so the link is on your website of MaximizeYourMedicare.com? It's actually, it is there. It's also on gh2benefits.com. So, you know, I, I, I deal with others, right? So uh, other age divisions. So the firm's name is gh2girlhenry, the number two benefits.com. And, uh, you know, based on your posts or whatever that would accompany, I'll send you the link where people can go just click there. At least they can get their ballpark from that, that spot. Great. Now that's an intelligent way for us yeah. to to move forward with knowing where have we have a very good first filter correct absolutely right 
Okay. So we will make that information available. But you've already done so much research. You've already been working with individuals. So you you know this, that there is this great savings available. So we need to go take a look and really do that research. Yes. No question. And this is that window. You have unrestricted right into the plan and no pre-existing. The good stuff of the Affordable Care Act has persisted, right? No, no pre-existing conditions has survived, meaning that you know, it doesn't not, your health situation does not matter. You are accepted. And that's what's been really the hurdle for many people in the past. Uh, we can't help that that happened, and now we're destined to live without health insurance for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I mean, by now that's gone for quite some time, Kate, but, uh, you know, a long time ago, yes, that was a barrier. But the thing to remember, too, is sometimes, or you, correct me here, please correct us, it seems tenuous at times. There still seems to be uh, really some pushback and saying that this is not a good way to go with the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, I think at this point it's it's taken so many bullets and survived so many challenges. I don't think that you know the idea that it would be full repeal or even the even if it were limited these clauses about no existing uh, no pre existing conditions you know has pretty much does not matter what your political stance is, right? I mean. Democrats and Republicans both have pre-existing conditions. Yes, yes. (laughs) Our health doesn't know those kind of political divisions, right? Yes. DNA knows nothing about that political (laughs) philosophy, correct? Correct, yes. That's great. So now, having established it's important to do, to take a look at this, know that it's available, that it really is, that the word affordable is not at all misleading here. In fact, it's very specific and direct and to be trusted, now is a critical yes. time because this is the, the open enrollment already started the beginning of November, right? That is correct. Yes. And if there is no existing insurance, it's important to get this done before the middle of December. In order to be effective on January 1st, that is right. Right. And Enrollment periods are really to be taken seriously because outside the enrollment period, which, uh, well, we can extend it to the middle of January, but then potentially you're without coverage even during January. It's important to adhere to this because otherwise you need to, except in some certain situations, you'll be waiting until next year, an entire year of no coverage. That is right. You would need to have a special enrollment period, like a loss of coverage, where you were had insurance and you lost it. There are special enrollment periods, but in the absence of one, then you would have to wait all the way until the January, the following January. Right. And having established that, you know, health is something that we don't have a crystal ball for, that it's important to have that insurance. This is this is can literally be that life and death decision. Yeah, I'm. You know, generally speaking, I tell persons that you know there's a contingency planning that not everything without a crystal ball, without trying to be overwhelming and saying, "Well, you're about to get sick." Right. Right. And that's. <laughs> but yes, these things can happen, and at the right price, it it can make complete sense. That's why I mentioned the younger generations that. 
at at zero dollars a month, it, that makes entire sense, right? Yes. <laughs> free for free because what ends up happening is people have the wrong impression that it's three hundred fifty dollars a month. So then, Mister Perfect at twenty eight, you know, they could rationally pass. They say this is going to pay for the one doctor's appointments, for example. Just pay for the two hundred dollars. Why would they pay three eighty running? But let's say all of a sudden they change the the decision path so that the premium was zero, ten dollars a month. Okay, that that entirely changes it to twenty eight year old Mister Perfect. Indeed, does that make sense? Yes, yeah. absolutely. And you can see it's a you know it's a very obvious once they they get the facts that I mean, I've not split atoms over here during any of these comments right clearly, um, but what ends up happening is people don't know that this even exists. So as a result, they don't know that this possibility for Mister Perfect exists at ten dollars a month. And so just looking at this in general before taking advantage of looking at the link and kind of making it specific to ourselves, this Mm -hmm. is actually a young person at 28 or 30 in good health and working. It might be, as you had mentioned, uh, in the gig economy. They basically can look at around 0 to $10 a month? It will very much depend on their income. And their household size, right? If they're single or married, it's a sliding scale based on that, on their income and their family size, household size, taxable income. There are other caveats, Kate. So, for example, uh, you cannot have, you know, if you're covered by your employer, you cannot also have this. But that's why I said gig economy, right? Because if you're a gig economy, you're working four part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. You're probably not being offered health insurance, employer-sponsored health insurance. You've got to deal with it yourself. Right. We're, we've not even talked about an entire time bomb, which is ticking nationwide, which is the public health emergency is going to end at some point, and I suspect it to be January, where tons of people are currently on Medicaid, and they're going to be ruled ineligible because every state has stopped the audit process nationwide. So everyone who is on Medicaid, which is the welfare program, stayed on it. But there are many people who have worked or earned money, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they can be ejected. And that process will begin very likely in the first quarter. So, <laughs> so the, but in that case, they have a special election period, so they can they can wait outside the enrollment period. So there are these other options in the favor of the consumer or your audience, irrespective of their age, division, net worth, et cetera, et cetera, if they understand the rules. So, so just a question. Principle. A question then about the Medicaid. Is that something that was without any fee, or was there some sort of sliding scale involved? Well, that's based on financial resources, both your income plus household uh, financial resources, in which case the premium is zero. There's no cost sharing, nothing. But what has happened as a result of the pandemic, there was something called public health emergency. 
normally every state, they review your eligibility for Medicaid. That entire process was put to a halt. That halt looks to be ending. Okay. That's the point. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And so in the pre-pandemic time, there were some fees potentially that were uh, associated with Medicaid. So now that it's going to be audited, no, 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 there weren't. There weren't. Okay. So you were either either on Medicaid or not. Okay. So if you were on Medicaid, then everything is zero. You're fine. The issue is that you're subject to ongoing audits all the time to stay qualified. Mm-hmm. Right? I still don't have a job. I didn't win the lotto. I stay on it. But if something were to change to your financial situation, you could be ejected. That whole process stopped as a result of public health emergency. Okay. But if the public health emergency is declared over by the federal government, then that process will re-begin. And so there could be this pool of people who therefore are not eligible for the Medicaid anymore and they feel like they're floundering, but no, they have this, well, I'm going to call it a safety net. There's a good and affordable way to have that health coverage um, and maybe in a way easier or more accepted uh, when you go to see a healthcare professional. It's a great point, which is that the network's for Affordable Care Act insurance is, generally speaking, superior to that of Medicaid only, where the network for of doctors and healthcare providers that accept Medicaid is narrower, inherently narrower, than the Affordable Care Act as a whole. You'd have to check the specifics of your location, but that is absolutely the case. Right. So enrolling in the uh, Affordable Care Act means then you will search for uh, an insurance carrier and there's, well, I I think you had mentioned we were talking about Medicare, that there's just this huge pot of uh, choices there, like 30 or something per county. And in individual health insurance, it is many times that. So it would be very common that there will be well over 100 based on your zip code. Well over 100 different plans at different premiums. So the idea that you're going to be able to, as a private individual, look at it for a couple of hours and be able to singularly find it is unlikely. So therefore, J.O., as the financial planner and the one who's really done the research on this, is there a, a good tool for us to use? Do we go through this link and find that out? Or uh, is there something further we do to make it so that we don't feel so overwhelmed and we just walk away, which, you know, doesn't help anyone either? Absolutely. There, first of all, it's very important to know that going through the application process is not that fun because you have to answer very specific questions. You are going to be responding to government and, you know, making statements to say that they're truthful under penalty of perjury. So you want to be careful. That said, healthcare.gov will have indications or 
depending on your location, the state may have its own portal, in which case you have to use that, ultimately. That said, the link that I've provided to you will give you a very good indication, a first layer, a first look so you can window shop with respect to your household, your income, and then therefore your estimated premium as well as details of coverage. And so there isn't a lot of time here, especially to get coverage by beginning the January 1st. So time is of the essence. Uh, we have a, a Thanksgiving long weekend coming up. Perhaps that's the time to sit down with your family members if that's what's there. Uh, or maybe it's yourself. You just devote some time one day or several days to really analyze this because it is so critically important and it'll be will be pleasantly surprised that we can have that kind of the insurance so that we can feel relaxed not be concerned should a major health crisis come along and what do I do now of course the main point about insurance Kate especially for the Affordable Care Act is the following which is that every plan will have an out-of-pocket maximum so that even in the worst-case scenario, after you have reached the out-of-pocket maximum, which is the amount that you're responsible for in terms of payment, if you were to meet it, and let's hope that that doesn't happen, but if you were to meet it, then from that point, you would be responsible for zero, and the carrier would pay for 100%. And that's the key component for persons, even if they're a 28-year-old male, never goes to the doctor or Mr. Perfect, that even in the worst-case scenario, for example, genetics uh, told them a genetic marker all of a sudden appeared, that while the probability is low, the cost is also low, and still the cap, which would limit your out-of-pocket maximum cost to your wallet, is defined and known, which does not exist if you do not have insurance. Very critical misunderstanding that people have about the function of insurance. And that is hugely critical. You don't have yes. to fear for losing everything you possess because there this exists. That's, that is a really good piece of information to have. Absolutely. This is a key you know, kind of principle I have an entire newsletter called Jay's Corner where I'm trying to set persons from all sorts of age divisions and backgrounds with the proper un basic building blocks of understanding of these components because the, there are so many advertisements and information and war stories that oftentimes people have the wrong concept to begin with. But a colleague, a counterpart of mine, correctly stated, Finan personal financial topics are knowable as long as you are on the right foot with regard to the proper idea of the setup. And then from there, you can choose to meet your particular situation budget priority. That is on the consumer. And I'm not sitting in a place to judge some person's values at all, but rather that the consequences, the ramifications, the details of financial contracts are very clear to the buyer. So 
again, to get as much information as we can, to have a financial planner, of course, is certainly desirable and a very good idea. Short of that, at this point in time, if we're feeling uncertain, you mentioned the newsletter, Jay's Corner. Can we get that at your website? Yes, you can. If you go to gh2benefits.com, there you can sign up for free. In addition to that, there's a YouTube channel called Jay's Corner, J-A-E apostrophe S Corner. So you can understand my perspective here is to try to help people understand these topics because then from there, there's a bunch of jargon with every financial contract, which can seem dizzying and confusing. But what I'm trying to do is to try to help people separate the signal from the noise and to focus on the correct understanding. And from there, the life will change. People will change. The products will change. But if you have the right understanding, then you can adapt with those changes. Great. And as we're too quickly running out of time, I wanted to just quickly circle back to saying that uh, you had mentioned early on that while we're talking about the younger generation, anyone near retirement age, say at age 62, can really, with guidance, take advantage of the Affordable Care Act and retire early, not having to wait until Social Security age. And this has been made more, even more apparent as a result of the Inflation Reduction Act, which has extended and widened the amount of the tax credit to lower health insurance premium. And for persons nationwide, low 60s prior to Medicare eligibility, they can certainly anticipate per person $1,000 a month. So that is the full sticker price, the full price, the full premium. However, if they qualify for the APTC, which is a fancy way of saying the tax credit to lower your premium, as well as possibly lower your out-of-pocket maximum and deductibles as well, that the actual amount of savings can be all the way to zero, but you can understand that from $1,000 a month to $200 a month for a married couple, for example, this is a $20,000 a year difference. For every year that you qualify for this, so you can understand, it has totally changed if the persons are well-equipped, well-informed, and have had some planning that it could totally change the decision-making process because, as you can easily imagine, a 65-year-old wants to retire, doesn't, because he or she is married to a 62-year-old spouse and is staying on the job that they do not necessarily want to just because the top priority is health insurance coverage for the 62-year-old spouse. That entire structure, decision-making process, can now be re-examined, and the decision can be different. Absolutely possible. So great incentive, something really important to think about, but this window is right upon us. We're right in it, and uh, the that deadline is looming, December 15th, to 
get coverage that would begin January 1st, 2023, correct? You've got it just right. The formal deadline is January 15th, but then your coverage would not begin until the 1st of February. So for persons who want to have insurance to begin on January 1st, that deadline is December 15th. So you don't have that. Time flies when you're having fun, Kate. That'll leave only a month. Yes. So such critical information, life-giving, life-saving information. J.O., it's just always such a gift to have you share your knowledge and insights with us. And let's just sign off with mentioning the website again, because that's where so much critical information resides. Everything that I spoke about, the preview of the health insurance premiums, as well as the newsletter is sitting at GH2, the number two, benefits, B-E-N-E-F-I-T-S dot com. And from there, you can click around and see the services. But the reality is there are many free tools there and information there on the site. J.O., thank you for once again spending this important time with us. Kate, it's always my privilege. Thank you so much for having me again today.